0: Hello everyone and welcome to our midweek uh, podcast. This is a recording uh, of our midweek meeting uh, that took place on Tuesday evening uh, in our church building for Mavilla Preston Church. You're all very welcome as we look to take this time together uh, to recognise the promises of God open to each one of us. The theme for this meeting is that idea of engaging in the worship of God. And as we begin this evening, let me read these words taken from John 1. Jesus' words after he has called different men to follow him, the last one being Nathaniel. Jesus says to him, You believe me because I told you I saw you under the fig tree you shall see greater things than that. Then Jesus added, I tell you the truth, you shall see heaven open and the angel of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. As we come together, we come together in that expectation that Jesus is the one who will show us real and lasting treasures in life. As we continue in our church family to study the book of Revelation, we recognize God showing us things that the world cannot yet see, but we recognize the one who is on the throne, the one who is worthy of all of our worship. Let us come together in prayer to God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to recognize your promises in our lives to recognize what it means to trust in you in every way lord to know that you are the god of uh, you are the god who is eternal you are the god who is everlasting and lord as we come before you this evening lord we ask for that awareness lord of your love to each one of us we ask that we may know lord of what it means to place our trust in you, in Jesus' loving name, to know, Lord, of those lasting promises that we can hold on to. For how easily, Lord, do we chase after the temporary things of this world? How easily, Lord, uh, do we look uh, to the promises that we have been given, Lord, in this world for lasting satisfaction? Yet, Lord, they will always disappoint they will always fade away with the length of time. But you are the one, Lord, uh, who we can trust in. You are the one, Lord, whom we may know will never disappoint. And so, Lord, we come before you, asking, Lord, that you may show yourself to us in a very real uh, and powerful way, that by your Spirit we may know those lasting things Uh, that you look to give, and that we may rest in your great and mighty arms. Lord, we ask these things now. In Jesus' loving name, amen. We're going to listen to our first item of praise now, which is titled, Hear the Call of the Kingdom, sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family. Let us now come before God's word. We're going to read tonight as you think of this theme of engaging in the worship of God with the psalm, Psalm 84. Psalm 84. Let us read these words together. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty! My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh they cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, or she may have her young, a place near your altar. O Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house, for they are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on pilgrimage, As they pass through the valley of Becca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools, and they go from strength to strength, till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, O Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, O God of Jacob. Look upon our shield, O God. Look with favour on your anointed one. For better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. For I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord, God, is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favour and honour, and no good thing does he withhold for those whose walk is blameless. O Lord Almighty, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Here, we end the reading of God's word to us. Just before we take this time just to uh, look into it and see what God is saying to us, let's come before him in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray that we may have that awareness of your mighty arms upon us, of the joy it is, Lord, be in your presence. Speak to us, Lord, we pray through your word. Help us know, Lord, of what it means to meet with you in it. In Jesus' loving name, amen. I remember a lady once telling me about an experience that she had had in going into hospital uh, for a a type of scan, Uh, and she was so worried about it. Um, She wasn't used to be going into hospital at all, Um, and she... Um, she went in on her own one day uh, for this scan fearful and expecting bad news and as she got into the lift uh, there was quite a few people around before COVID day so that she was in a lift with uh, many others, she spotted a familiar face and it was a, a minister that she knew, a retired minister and this little Uh, timid lady uh, basically forced her way through the company of people that left to grab hold of this minister's hand. Uh, She told him why uh, she was in the hospital and he was able to pray for her. And I remember her telling me uh, that after that time of prayer, uh, she basically floated through the rest of the day knowing of God's Uh, presence with her, knowing that God had placed that man there so that he could uh, remind her of the power and strength that he has. For all of us, no matter who we are, it is so important to have that awareness of God's presence with us and what we do, to know of that joy uh, that God is among us as we deal with situations in our life, as we continue through life's journey, God's presence with us. And as we begin to look at this psalm, in verses 1 and 2, we see language that is really intense. It's really intense and it's really love poetry. The psalmist finds the very courts of the temple to be beautiful. Beautiful. Not for their architectural values, but he knows God is there and that is what he loves. He is fully aware that all of his heart's deepest longings will be satisfied, not because of some belief in some remote and personal divine force, but by the living God. That is who will meet his need. It tells us what it is like to be in God's presence in this psalm. What it means to know of God walking alongside us in everything that we do each day. And three times in this psalm, the word blessed or happy is used in verse 4 and then in verse 5 and then once in deep contentment in verse 12. So that's what I want to use as a guide as we look at this psalm. In verse 4, we see a God who has a home for us. In verse 5, a God who is with us in life. And then in verse 12, a God who meets our need. So firstly, a God who has a home for us. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever singing your praises. It is great, isn't it, after a long day to come home. For our homes are places for us of security and peace. And somewhere we are able to unwind and relax. However, in the world that we live in, uh, our earthly homes never stay like this for long. There's always something that changes, always something to be done, whether it's outside pressures or maybe something inside the home as well. In verse 3 of the Psalm, we have two birds named that have found a home with real rest and security for themselves. And the mention of these birds are very significant. And let me explain a little bit more. The two birds are sparrows and swallows. And the sparrow in the Bible are a symbol of something that is almost worthless. We read about this that are not two sparrows sold. Uh, uh, for very little in Matthew 10. But a commentary writer wrote about sparrows, comparing them to the people of God. The words from a man called a commentary writer by the name of Barnhouse, I look down some little street and see a humble church where a group of simple people worship the Lord and beauty of holiness. Despised and rejected of men, even as there was their Lord. And now I know that this is the rich reality of spiritual truth. Here are the sparrows who find their nest at the cross of Jesus. Here is worthlessness that finds our worth because the Saviour died. A bird that in the earthly way looks worthless, but in God's eyes has deep, deep value. The second bird named is the swallow. And just as the sparrow is a symbol of worthlessness, the swallow in the Bible is a Bible symbol of restlessness. It is a bird that's always in the air, winging its way from point to point with the earliest glimmer of dawn till after sunset. Then the time comes for the swallow to raise its young, and it builds a nest and settles down to rest peacefully. And this is a picture of the soul apart from God and then in God, when at last it comes to find rest in him. Another commentary by the name of McLaren said, There is only one being in this world that does not fit the world that he is in, and it is man, humanity. Chief and foremost of all, all our beings perfectly correspond to what we now call their environment. He meant what St. Augustine meant uh, when he wrote the words, Our hearts are restless till, till they find our rest in thee. These two birds, the sparrow and the swallow, we see a God who provides a home for those who the world sees as worthless. We see a home for those that provide rest for those who need it. It is a home that we all need no matter our comforts in this earthly life. This is a home that is out of this world and that we find in its worship. We find in worship of the the one who is worthy of all of our worship. This is what church should be. As we come to engage in the worship of God, we are reminded of our worth, We are reminded that this is where our home is, where we may have rest. And in verse 5, we also recognize a God who cares for us. The psalmist says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. We see a picture of people on a journey. And throughout life, they deal with many different types of experiences, some good and some not so good. And in this journey of life, it is always useful to have companions, especially those who can help in times of need. But the reality is that no matter how good we are at helping, for us as humans, we have our limit. There's only so much that we can do. And here in these verses, we are shown the God who provides strength, who gives direction to take in life. As his people, we are focused on Zion, or in other words, the word heaven. So what a wonderful picture of the Christian life. Those who have come to know Jesus Christ are not seeking an earthly temple. We are seeking a heavenly temple. A city that has its heavenly that has heavenly foundations. And notice another place named in verse six. It speaks of a valley of Becca, and this is described as a place of drought, a place with no hope. Yet, as those who trust in this living God pass through it, they bring hope. They bring water. Water appears in this place of drought. So as we press forward to that goal we pass through many valleys many autumns uh, with falling brown leaves and cold slashing rains but we are not disheartened because of these things. On the contrary we rise uh, and go forth from strength to strength strengthening one another along the way blessing all that we meet for in our journeys of life what a great thing it is to know of a God, know of a companion such as a living God. And this we can do through Jesus, the one who cares for us, who looks to journey with us in life. As we meet together for worship, we come together, recognizing the God who journeys with us. And lastly, we see a God who meets our needs. O God, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. And again, this psalm, it describes the Lord as a host, the one who we feel safe with. Through verses 10 to 12, we can see how life is better than it could have been. We see uh, that in the, this house of God, not a tent of wickedness, we see uh, of uh, as we come to trust in this God being protected by this God as we follow him god chose zion as a place to make his presence known among his people so solomon built the, the temple there that place that built were holy set apart from all other places because of god's presence To be in the temple of God is to be close to God and to his benefits. In the New Testament, it announces that God makes his presence known in Jesus Christ. In John 1, the the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. God sent a spirit to dwell in us so that we, as individuals, as a church, are called the temple of God. This means that the words of this psalm that we are reading can be our words as we come to trust in Jesus. In him we come to know a God who has made a home for us, a God who is with us, a God who meets our need, a God that we meet each time that we come to engage in worship of him. As we think of this, let us listen to the words of the praise sung this again by John and Ryan's family, Ten Thousand Reasons. Bless them.
1: Time has come.
0: As we come to the end of our meeting this evening as we always do uh, we want to take some time in prayer for others. Let me lead you just in this time of prayer as we think about many situations happening in our lives as we look uh, to engage um, God in them for many who need to know of his hand upon him. Let us come to our God in prayer. Heavenly Father we give you thanks for this beautiful psalm that we have read earlier. For that awareness, Lord, of the beautiful picture it is to dwell in you. Lord, to know of your goodness, to know of your uh, rich presence, Lord. And we lift up before you this evening uh, those who are going through uh, those valleys of Becca, those who are experiencing hardships, who feel uh, isolated and alone. And we ask, Lord, that they may have that awareness of you, the the living God, the one who gives living water in the name of Jesus, the one that, Lord, that we can trust uh, and honour throughout our lives and we will never, ever be disappointed. Lord, we lift up before you those who are hurting through these days. We pray for those mourning the loss of loved ones. We pray for those, Lord, who uh, are dealing with ill health at this time. And, Lord, we pray for those who are continually uh, feeling that they are in a battle, that they feel isolated and alone. They, deal, uh, they continue to deal with great hardships. And we ask, Lord, Lord, that you may set them free from this, that they may have that awareness, Lord, of what it means, Lord, to know uh, of your gracious and loving hand upon them and that they may know real and lasting answers to prayer throughout. Heavenly Father, we want to lift up for you our church family. We thank you, Lord, for the, the, the opportunities we have, Lord, to serve you each day. And we pray, Lord, for that awareness of your love to us in all that we may do. Lord, be with each one, Lord, and all that we may seek to do in your name. Help us know that great joy it is to seek and to follow you in all that we may do. And Lord, we want to continue to lift up our young people before you through these weeks. As the school term has started back, Lord, and things are starting to get busy again, we pray, Lord, for that awareness, Lord, of just time together in the family home. We pray, Lord, for young people and just for all that they are dealing with through these days. And we ask, Lord, for your comfort and peace before them, that they may know of the, the, the real uh, joy of trusting in you through these days. Lord, we thank you for the opportunities, Lord, that we have to serve and to follow you. And we pray, Lord, for the reopening of activities for wisdom, Lord, as we do that. We pray for our BB and GV companies and for all leaders with that. And, Lord, we pray uh, for the joy it is to seek and to follow you in all that we may do. Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Can I remind uh, everyone listening that we are having our first evening service starting back this Sunday and the 3rd of October. The service will begin at 7.30, but the doors will be open from 6.30 onwards. Uh, I look forward to seeing you there uh, and to have that joy of coming to worship God together. We finish together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God our Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.